Discover the tips and strategies that will help you achieve your retirement goals. I'm your host, James Canole, and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you retire well. It all starts right here on Ready for Retirement. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Ready for Retirement. I'm your host, James Canole, and we're going to be talking about something today that my guess is something you've asked yourself before. If you've ever had a chunk of money, whether it was from a bonus or whether it was from a windfall of some type, you've probably asked yourself the question, should I invest this all at once or should I invest it gradually over time, which is called dollar cost averaging. And what we're going to be talking about today's episode is what makes more sense? Should you invest everything all at once or should you invest gradually smaller chunks of that money over time and more gradually get that money invested in the stock market? So the real question behind this all, or the real concern I should say behind this all, is we fear that if we invest the money all at once, if we put all of our money, all the lump sum that we receive in the stock market all at once, well, what happens when the market falls 20%, 30%, 40% or more? Well, we're kicking ourselves. We're saying, gosh, if I had only only waited, and if I'd only put that money in later, once the market already fell, I would be in a much better position because they can then buy the shares at a lower price. And as the shares recover, as the market recovers, then that's actually a gain for me. It's not just getting back to break even. Or you tell yourself, okay, if I if I spread this out, if I put in a little bit at a time and the market drops, well, then I'm not risking everything at the top. I'm spreading that money out more over time. And there's a lot of truth to that. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna look at different ways that you can invest your funds, that you can take your lump sum and invest it, And we're going to see what might make most sense and what makes most sense in what scenarios. Now, let me start before we jump into seeing, does it make most sense to invest everything all at once? Or does it make sense to dollar cost average in? Let's talk about what never makes sense and what's most tempting. What's most tempting is if you were to receive a lump sum today, you sell a property, you sell a business, you receive an inheritance, whatever it is, you just have extra income. What's most tempting is we always tell ourselves we want to make wait for the market to pull back. Let's wait for the market to pull back 10%, 20%, and then we'll invest. That's the story we all tell ourselves. And that is not the approach we want to take. And here's why. Let's say you tell yourself you're going to invest once the market drops 20%. Well, for one thing, what if the market doesn't drop 20% until after it's already risen by 50%? So what if it keeps rising and rising and rising, and then it falls 20%, but by then you've already missed out on so many of the gains that even investing after 20% pullback, it's still a higher price than what you would have invested for today. That's one risk to it. Now, let's assume that the market does exactly what we talked about. Let's assume it does pull back 20%. Well, more times than not, what the average person is going to do is they're not actually going to invest. And I've seen this time and time again. The market drops 20%. And why does it drop 20%? Well, something bad happened. Let's use COVID, for example. Last year, market dropped really quickly, really fast, or really it dropped really far, really fast, I should say. Now, there are some people I was talking to that said, you know what, we're not we're not going to invest until the market falls back or until the market falls quite a bit. Well, what happened? They got exactly what they were looking for, but how many of them actually invested? None of them. Because when the market falls, what we're telling ourselves is we always tell ourselves it's going to fall more. More bad news is coming. The market will get worse before it gets better. And we fall into this trap where we've trapped ourselves emotionally into thinking that the market's going to keep going down and then it recovers before we actually invest. So if you're waiting for a market pullback to invest, you're you're kind of trapped on both sides. If the market keeps running, well, you, you might miss out on those gains. 
then even if the market does fall, chances are good you might not actually invest because it's very challenging to invest even when things are going down because all we think about is it could go down further. It could go down further. It could go down further until we miss out on the recovery. So that being said, the worst strategy is waiting for the market to pull back. I'm just going to say that right off the bat. That is not the right strategy. But now let's look at do you invest all at once or do you dollar cost average in? Now, benefits, there's pros and cons to each. Let's start about it, Start by talking about investing all at once. If you invest all at once, the benefit is you're investing all of your money at the same time and you're going to gain exposure to the markets as soon as possible. We can never predict over the next day, over the next month, over the next year, is the stock market going to be up or down? It is just impossible to predict. But what we do know is probabilities. And what we do know is going back to 1926, on average, the daily returns of the S&P 500 are positive 53% of the time, which means day by day, you're probably going to make money each day, but the odds are not much better than a coin flip. Over any monthly time period, you're going to go up in value, your, your, your money, this, the stock market is going to go up in value about 63% of the time. So the odds are a little bit more in your favor. Over any rolling one-year time period, the stock market's going to be up in value about 75% of the time. So what you see is the longer your time horizon, the more likely it is that you're going to have a positive outcome or you're going to make money, and the less likely it is that you're going to have a negative outcome or lose money. So as we're thinking about the benefits of investing all at once, you are putting probability, you're putting statistics on your side. You're telling yourself it is more likely that you will make money doing that than it is that you'll lose money. And that's exactly right. You are getting returns as soon as possible. You're getting money invested and you are capturing all the gains from there on out. So that's the benefit. Now, the con, of course, the, the downside is those one out of four years, the stock market does drop. And when it does drop, it could drop as much as 20%, 30% or more. So in those years, if you invested everything at once, you're kicking yourself, you're upset at yourself. You're saying, if I'd only waited another month, if I'd only waited another six months, I would have been able to buy in at a lower price. And that's true. But the challenge is we just don't know when those times are gonna come. It's not when everyone expects it that the stock market falls 30%. It's oftentimes when we least expect it. So if we could predict with certainty when the market was gonna be up and when it was gonna be down, this would be the easiest decision in the world. You wait until the market's down to invest, you pull money out at the top, but we just can't. We can't predict the future, so we go based upon probabilities and based upon what we need from these funds. So the benefit of investing all at once, just to summarize, is you capture returns for more days, for more months, for more years. The downside is you could be in a position where you invest all at once and your money declines, it goes down before it comes back to break even and then make you money. Well, the alternative, instead of putting everything all at once, is more of a slow and steady approach. Dollar cost averaging, what that means is you take your lump sum, you choose some regular interval. Maybe it's monthly, maybe it's weekly, maybe it's quarterly. And you say, if I have $100,000, for example, that just came to me as cash, instead of investing that whole $100,000 in the stock market today or into my investment portfolio today, maybe I'm going to put 25% in this month, 25% next month, 25% the month after, and the final 25% in the fourth month. That's an example of what dollar cost averaging looks like. Pros and cons to that as well. The benefit or the pro is it minimizes the downside risk of a significant investment. If you were to invest that whole $100,000 up front in the stock market, say this was February of last year. So February of, of 2020, if you invest that $100,000 in the middle of February, well, a month and a half later, that $100,000 might have dropped in value by 35, 40% or so, depending on how you invested. That, that doesn't feel good. Now it recovered, 
But in the moment, you were really wishing you had waited another month and a half before you invested that money. If you had dollar cost averaged at that point, it may be invested $25,000 in the middle of February and $25,000 in the middle of March and $25,000 in the middle of April and the remaining $25,000 in the middle of May. Well, what you did there is some of your money took a hit when the stock market fell really quickly, but the rest of your money, you were actually able to buy shares at a pretty significant discount. That contribution you would have made in March, that would have been close to the bottom. So you would have received a pretty significant gain as those shares went up in value, as that investment went up in value. Even the April and the May investment, those went up in value. So you'd been a whole lot better off had you dollar cost averaged in that case. The downside, the con of this strategy is the market does not regularly drop that significantly. It will do so every so often, every few years. If it did so every year, then yes, we'd want a dollar cost average in because we're just going to take advantage of that year after year after year. But most years, the market does not do that. So the more often that we're doing this, what we're doing is we are intentionally keeping some of our cash on the sideline. We're saying we don't want to invest at all. So we're going to keep some in the sideline on the sideline and invest a little bit at a time. Well, if you recall from our investment that we just talked about or the example we just talked about before, what if you invest it all at once? The longer you remain on the sideline, the more and more the odds are against you that you're going to make as much money with cash on the sideline. You're more likely to make money in the market each day, each month, each year than you are to lose money. Now, sometimes those odds are barely better than 50-50, but from a probability and statistic standpoint, you are more likely to make money. So the more that we dollar cost average, the more we're likely to give up some of the returns to the upside. So as we're looking at it, just quickly to summarize, if you invest it all at once, you have a higher probability of making more money over time. You also have a higher probability of losing a chunk of that money if there's a market downturn right after you invest it. Now you'll recover, but you would have been better off had you dollar cost averaged through that market downturn as opposed to investing everything right at the market top. If you dollar cost average in, you have a higher probability of making less money. So you could look at it either way, a a lower probability of making money or a higher probability of missing out on some of the returns. The benefit is if the market does decline, you're able to take some advantage of that. And from an emotional perspective, it helps you to avoid some of those feelings of regret when the market does take a downturn. So what does the research say? What's actually better? Well, Vanguard did a study and Vanguard research showed that on average, investing a lump sum all at once, as opposed to dollar cost averaging in, increased your returns on an annual basis that you're making this investment by about one and a half to 2% per year. So if you're just looking at probabilities, you will probably make one and a half to 2% per year more by investing everything all at once than you would if you were to dollar cost average in. So what this research would indicate is that it, it is prudent to invest a lump sum immediately, but this research does not look at the flip side of this. In the same way, when we look at investments, yes, we want to know what's the return of this investment, but we also want to know what's the risk of this investment. So when looking at dollar cost averaging versus investing a lump sum, the return is oftentimes greater when you invest a lump sum, but what's the risk? Well, the risk is if you invest a lump sum, it could be down before it comes back up. So here's how I would recommend you think about this. Let's kind of move away from the academic perspective and move into the the reality and what actually makes most sense perspective. When you're having this conversation or when you're making this decision, ask yourself, what are you making this decision for? A common one that I see frequently is annual IRA contributions. So each year you can put up to $6,000 per year into an IRA or Roth IRA, 7,000 if you're 50 or above. And I'll get the question, is it better for me to put this annual IRA contribution in all at once or should I spread it out? Well, this is something where it's not just a one-time decision that you're making. 
you might be doing this every year for several years. And the more years that you do this, the more probability is going to be on your side that you come out ahead by investing everything all at once. Three out of four years, the market's going to go higher. One out of four years, the market's going to go lower in that year. So this is a great example of when it might be best to say, take the IRA contribution and invest it all at the beginning of the year, every single year. What you're doing is you're positioning that contribution to capture as much growth as possible throughout the remainder of that year. One out of four years, it's not going to work, but three out of four years it is. So if you do this long enough, probability is going to take over and the good years will outweigh the bad years. The good times will outweigh the bad times and overall you'll have a successful outcome. But let's take a look at another scenario. So maybe this makes sense for annual IRA contributions, but what if you just sold a business? And what if that business represents your your retirement security, your your financial security throughout retirement? Meaning you don't have a whole bunch of other money in 401ks or investments or other things. Really the proceeds from your business, that's it. That's kind of what you're going to be basing your retirement security on. Well, in that case, yes, you're still probably going to be better investing it all at once. You'll probably come out a little bit ahead over time or maybe even significantly ahead, but there's also more risk in doing it. And if this represents all of your future retirement income, that could be a good case to look at dollar cost averaging in, meaning you're willing to give up some money on the upside. You're willing to give up some of the upside potential in exchange for saying, if there is a market downturn, I can't afford to have that derail my retirement goals. So that's where dollar cost averaging could make a lot more sense, where you're investing a little bit in at a time. You're saying, you know what? I'm willing to give up some of the upside potential in exchange to be able to invest these proceeds from the sale of my business and do so in a way that I can be more reasonably assured that I have a sustainable portfolio that will last the rest of my retirement and I have to be less concerned about investing all at once and then a 2008 type event happens where I immediately lose 30%, 40% of my portfolio and maybe have to think about going back to work. So in these two examples, one making IRA contributions each year, the other selling a business and investing a significant amount, obviously they have different implications, different amounts, different impacts on your overall financial plan. So when you're asking yourself, does it make more sense to invest lump sum all at once or does it make more sense to dollar cost average in? The first question is, what's it pertaining to? Is it pertaining to an investment that you are going to make fairly regularly, like an IRA contribution? Or is it a one-time investment that you are basing your future financial security off of? Depending on the response, depending on what type of investment you're making, different types of investing might make sense going forward. It may make sense sometimes to use the lump sum approach and just get it invested and capture as much market returns as possible. In the other times, it might make more sense to take, call it the more conservative approach, dollar cost average in, give up some of the upside potential, but also limit some of the downside returns or the downside losses that you might experience in doing that. So I hope that was helpful. Thank you as always for listening. If you have a question, if there's anything that you're thinking about that you would love for me to cover in a future episode, go to the Ready for Retirement webpage at readyforretirement.co, which is readyforretirement.co. Submit your question and I'll be happy to answer that on a future episode. But that is it for this time and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Ready for Retirement podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe and let me know by leaving a five-star review. And as always, for a list of the notes and the resources mentioned in today's episode, you can find those at the Ready for Retirement website, which is readyforretirement.co. That's readyforretirement.co. And if you have a question that you would like for me to answer in a future episode, then you can also go to the Ready for Retirement website, readyforretirement.co. There's a page called Submit Your Question where you can submit a question for me to answer in a future episode. Thanks as always for listening, and I'll see you next time. Hey everyone, it's me again for the disclaimer. Please be smart about this. Before doing anything, please be sure to consult with your tax planner or financial planner. 
Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It is for informational purposes only.